Welcome back, everyone, to the Poly Film Bros. Welcome back. It's been a while. I mean, it's been about a year. Yes. Yeah. Someone's been uh, forgetting the password to this account, so finally got it back, and uh, it's really good to be back. The Poly Film Bros podcast. What? Hey, oh, well, yes, as Tomas said. Well, this is Gio here. For the first time in almost a year. And we have Tomas here. And, uh, oh man, it's been a while. I mean, we always say that, but this time it's been a real while. And not only to, is has it been a while, this is a very important date, as in two years ago today was our first episode of the Polyfilm Bros. Yeah, first ever. And we had a... Last a year ago today, we had an episode, top ten, movies of all time. We had a special guest on back then, with Woody, and so this is an important date, December fourth, probably dropping um, December fourth, December fifth, probably depending on what um, what time you're listening to it, because it is late. But all right, I'm ready to get started. What is our topic for today, Thomas? There's a, a really big movie coming out, mm-hmm. Spider-Man No Way Home, if you guys haven't heard. It's a, Spider-Man No Way Home. It is the culmination of the Homecoming trilogy, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to talk some Spider-Man tonight. Yes, we are. No Way Home. So what, do we want to uh, rank our Spider-Man movies? Yes, we can start out by a ranking. That's a good idea. We'll start out with our ranking of the, <clears throat> what is there, eight Spider-Man films? Yeah, the eight uh, theatrical, theatrical Spider-Man, Spider-Man films. films. Okay. All right. So, Tomas, as is custom, we can go uh, from the bottom to the top. You can go ahead and start us off with uh, your bottom, um, how did you want to do this, your, maybe your bottom two or three all right I'll do the bottom uh, bottom three okay bottom three number eight my least favorite spider-man film um, the amazing spider-man 2 mm. it's not that I dislike this film uh, it's just that I don't really uh, I don't really like it I guess that kind of means that I dislike it mm-hmm. but uh no, this is probably this is a a really weak film in my opinion. Uh, there are enjoyable parts in it, but overall, it's just scattered with uh, all types of. What would you say? Just like. It, it's basically just a mess, and a lot of it just drags. But there are good parts in it, and um, it does have one of the most memorable scenes in a Spider-Man movie. With the uh, spoiler alert, the death of Gwen Stacy. But uh, yeah, that's number eight. Number seven is Far From Home, which uh, which is by I mean this is a really enjoyable movie, but I don't know it just it 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 feels um, mm-hmm. like there are there are good very good scenes in it. Um, but it just feels like a lot of the characters are kind of just jokes. Um, like Ned, 
Aunt May, Happy. Um, a lot of them are just, they could have more depth to them, but they're kind of just there for, for jokes. And um, it, it just didn't really sit well with me. It is a really enjoyable film, though. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a fun movie just to sit down and watch. Uh, it's just not, in my opinion, a good Spider-Man movie. Um, I guess you can go now. You can give your bottom two. Well, I have the exact same bottom two. The, um, the Amazing Spider-Man 2 would be on the bottom. Far From Home um, would be number seven. And I... It's funny because Amazing Spider-Man 2, there are parts of it... I think there are things about it I like. I like Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. I think he's... He, fits the role. I like um, Gwen Stacy. Emma Stone is Gwen Stacy. Um, I like um, the chemistry they have. I like, and just something about Andrew's presence. But it is, it's really um, Electro, um, and the story, his storyline, and the plot regarding Harry Osborn. It's just something about it. It's just so cluttered. Yeah, trying to set up the Sinister Six. Yes, and it's just. All that. It makes it like tough to watch. the The good parts I think are good. I think as we mentioned, Gwen Stacy's death, his reaction to it was really emotional, really well done scene. But um, just everything surrounding that, it just bogs it down, which is such a such a shame. Yeah. And then I, of course, Far From Home. It seems like the exact opposite. Far From Home. It's very, um, it's very upbeat. Um. But there are good moments, I think, like that moment where Mysterio was in Peter's head, um, and he, like an illusion, um, and like with the snow globes, that was really cool to watch in the theater. Um, the ending battle, because, you know, I've kind of soured over it over time, but I have to admit the ending battle is actually pretty good. Um, it's a good sequence. Um, and I, I like Tom Holland, I have to admit, but... Yeah, those, those are my bottom. It would have to be in my bottom, too. It just doesn't... The cheapening of, of the snap... Every, it's try, it tries to wait, write off Endgame. Um, and we've talked about this personally, about everything now has to write off the, infin the Infinity Saga. And um, what Thanos did in Infinity War and Endgame. It just... Yeah. It rubbed me the wrong way. All, all the uh, Phase 4 Marvel content that's been coming out. Mm-hmm. Right. Except yes. for Shang-Chi. Shang yes, I, I enjoyed Shang-Chi. And I, I, we enjoyed Black Widow, which we yeah. saw. Uh, or I did. I know I did. Even though Black Widow should have came out years ago. But, but yeah, overall, um, yes, Far From Home, it, it just... I don't think it was bad. And even Amazing Spider-Man 2, it was watchable. But um, it just, overall, they're, they're on the lower tier. Yeah. when it comes to the other Spider-Man movies. Yeah, um, definitely agree with that. Uh, I'll give my next two. Uh, number six is The Amazing Spider-Man. Now, I actually like this this movie a lot. Um, like, like Gio said, I I really like Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. There are there are aspects of him that I don't really like in a Spider-Man. I mean as I mean like he's he's not really a 
um, like the nerd that Peter Parker is, but, um, and he's more of a, a punk kind of, uh, Peter Parker, mm-hmm. but, um, and I know a lot of people were upset about that and I can kind of agree with that, but, you know, if he was, if he was like just a copy of, of, uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, or Peter Parker, I should say, then people would complain that it was just a copy. So, I mean, I can, uh, I can kind of get behind Andrew Garfield's performance, because mm-hmm. it's, it's something different. And it, it was a really enjoyable movie. Mm-hmm. It, parts of it is kind of lifeless, but I do think it has probably some of the best swinging scenes and the best, uh, like CGI mm-hmm. in any Spider-Man movie. And the action is really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's number six. Alright, all these... Um, the next five are, are pretty much like... A, pretty much get a ten for me, all these next films. Um, anyway... Number five is Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one of my favorite MCU movies. And uh, I think it's it's one of the f- most fun Spider-Man films. And I, I really... I do like Tom Holland as Peter Parker and as Spider-Man, even though, uh, like, with the whole... Uh, all the gear... Like, all his gadgets in the suit is a little, um, I don't know, a little not like Spider-Man. I still, I, I don't mind it. It's it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool, uh, um, what would you say? Adaption, not adaption. Take. Take. Yeah, take, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I do appreciate, mm-hmm. you know. And the Vulture, too. The Vulture, he really adds to the movie. He's one of the best. Well, actually, they're all pretty much all the Spider-Man villains are really good, except for a few. But yeah, the Vulture, he's really good in this movie. He adds a lot. Um, characters are fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Homecoming. That's my fifth favorite Spider-Man movie. Geo. So yeah, I would say uh, it's tough, and even it's kind of tough for me to rank these. Like I can, my top four are set, pretty much set in stone. But it's hard for me to rank the bottom four. Um, But like I could just say, okay, so number six and. Five, I, I would have to rank the same as you as well, though. Um, Amazing Spider-Man um, is number five. and Six. Six, I'm sorry, is number six. Um, yes, it's, mine is, it's Amazing Spider-Man number six for me. And I would say um, I like it. I think it's something more solid and put together than both Far From Home and Amazing Spider-Man 2. The thing that I don't like is, as you said, it feels almost kind of joyless. Um, whereas even Amazing Spider-Man 2, 
as clunky as it is, there's at least, I don't know, the, the um, even like the color hue, it's just, it's different. And then Far From Home, like the Holland movies are definitely more upbeat. But there's just like a, almost a joylessness to it that made, um, where I almost, when I was making my list in my head, I almost put it on the bottom. Overall, I do have to put it above Far From Home and um, and The Amazing Spider-Man 2 just because it is more put together and Andrew's presence. It has Andrew's presence, which I like in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um, but it's it's um, it has like a different take on the origin, even though it's basically it's similar, of course, to the original O2 Tobey Maguire film. Um, it's just the it, it tries to be like almost like uh, not what you know, like him with the skateboard. I don't know what the word is. Like um, I don't know, not punk, but kind of like he's he's almost like edgy um, and some don't like that adaption and I get it but I for me it works um, so that and so overall I would I would definitely rank it higher than the bottom two um, but then I think it gets overpassed by homecoming just because homecoming is easier it's just easier for me to just relax and watch. I like Tony's um, present, Tony Stark's presence in it. Um, I think Holland is good and he fits the role perfectly. And even though it kind of, um, it takes place after the events of Civil War, Homecoming is, it doesn't really, it doesn't base its whole identity off of uh, like another Marvel movie, the way Far From Home does Endgame. So that doesn't bother me as much. And I overall think Homecoming it really is pretty solid. The only thing I don't really care for is something about, I guess, Liz. Um, I, she's all right, but it's not so much her as in the rest of the whole high school story. So it used to, for some reason, it got on my nerves. Um, but that's more... That's honestly more with Far From Home. I honestly like Homecoming as a whole, especially the twist. When I first saw the twist, and we have spoilers here, of course, where uh, Liz's dad is the vulture. It's actually a, it's a good twist. Um, and I enjoyed it, especially the first time seeing it. So overall, it's, it's considerably better, I would say, than the other um, three Spider-Man films. Um, but it's still, it's definitely not near the top four for me. So now we're getting um, towards our top four. So Tomas, yeah. do you, how do you want to do this, Tomas? Um, do you... Same thing. Two. We probably have the same ranking. Okay. But that's okay. So your number, do you want to go fourth from four to one or? Yeah, but before I do, I just want to, say in in uh amazing spider-man mm -hmm. it's funny how peter parker peter parker never got bullied mm -hmm. he was actually uh helping the kids who were getting bullied mm -hmm. which was just kind of funny to me um i just saw that in uh a video 
a few days ago. But that was just funny to me. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, he is. That is a good. Um, no, that is a good point because he, Holland and McGuire both get bullied. Uh, in their movies, but it's funny how I I would just I'll just say one thing that each Spider-Man actor it seems as if they um like they like Toby is the Gen X Spider-Man. Then you have 10 years later that's more of like a millennial um in 2012. And then even 5 years later with Homecoming that's like a Gen Z. You can just feel the different um eras. You can feel the different generations. That's the word I'm looking for. There are different generations of each um new Spider-Man adaption with a new actor. But um, we can continue with our list, Tomas. Um, you want to just do number four or and then save our top three? Or um, or you can do... No, I can do... Or you just got to do them all. I'll just do two. Four and three? I'll do two of them, yeah. Four and three. All right. Number four. Spider-Man three. Wow, yeah, I love Spider-Man Three. Uh, you know, it, it uh, Geo and I we just recently watched uh the whole Raimi trilogy over, starting Thanksgiving we watched uh one, and then the following night we watched two and then three, um, and gosh, they're all so good. I mean, like, I mean, they're just the whole Raimi trilogy. Mm-hmm. are just I mean it's just a masterpiece um, but yeah Spider-Man 3 it's a uh, it it does get a little messy but there's just the the charm in it that's just so and it's just so uh, like the characters they they have so much charm and they're so relatable, you know. You know what I mean. And it just grips you. Um, now, Topher Grace's Venom is my least favorite villain of the Raimi trilogy, and probably one of my least favorites of any Spider-Man movie. Um, although he does, you know, he has good. Uh, he brings in good humor, but it's still a very emotional end to the Raimi trilogy. Excellent film. Moving on to number... Number three. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Wow, this... This movie... Uh, Gio and I, we saw this in the theaters. Or in the cinema, rather. We saw this in the luxury cinema. Um, back 2018, December. It's already been three yeah. years. Man, time mm-hmm. flies, am I right? Uh... We saw this three December years ago. 23rd, 2018. December twenty third, twenty eighteen. Crazy. When we saw. Um. Yeah, this movie really caught us off guard. Uh. I know, especially for Geo, he was really surprised at how good this was. I mean, from the art style, to the characters, to the score, to the animation, and all that. Well, I already said art style. That's kind of animation. Um. It was just. It was. It was just something special. I mean, this movie. Was it something else? It was something else. Yeah, this is something else. No, it really was. And I'm so glad we saw it on the big screen. Um, <clears throat> a lot of the twists were great. 
And, uh, by the way, the trailer to, um, Into the Spider-Verse, or I guess Across the Spider-Verse, just came out today. Yes. Looking, uh, it's looking really good. Yes, it is. But we can talk about that some other time. We we can talk about this as soon as we finish our ranking. Yeah, I guess we can. Well, that's my, uh, number four and three. Spider-Man 3 and, um... Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, definitely good picks. Now, I will just say, uh, my top, these top four Spider-Man movies um, on my list, they're all, as far as movies go, they're just as good as you can get. But I have to pick favorites. And, um, and, um, so I, this is the what I came up with. I would say number four, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, what Tomas just talked about, and everything Tomas said is true. Um, Tomas wanted to see this back in eighteen, and I, I said, okay, sure, I'm sure it would be, I, I was sure it's going to be pretty good. And uh, we watched it, and we, I've spoken on this when we uh, ranked our top ten. Um, favorite movies of the decade the 2010s um, and you know we it, so the movie starts and I'm into it but um, it's that scene again spoiler alert um, when the first Peter Parker dies and they have his funeral that was pretty emotional and it got me and then as time went on and Miles story continued to be told and, and um, with his uncle um, be um, what was his name the Prowler, when it, with that reveal, was very emotional and um, just it, it, Miles just was a great character in that movie. I loved all the Spider-Man, the animation, the music. Um, I liked Peter B. Parker as like a, a um, reluctant mentor who, in the end, kind of was redeemed. Um, but yeah, it's it was an incredible movie. Honestly, like it's funny in any other um, saga, in any other like film franchise or saga, I, if a movie as good as Spider Verse would be like number one. For me, it is not because of one reason, and that is of course the Raimi films. And so my number four is, um, and. I'm sorry, my number three. And my top three is even tough. It's so tough. Because they can switch at any time. But if I had to choose, I would just say um, Spider-Man 2. Um, which is, un- I know that's unpopular. Spider-Man 2 is like the best one for people. People tend to rank that as like the best Raimi film, if not the best Spider-Man film. And I definitely understand It's not why. the best film ever. If- Yes, if not the best superhero film or even film of all time. And I totally understand. Um, and even if I I could see myself like in a few months having it at my number one. But for me, um, it's it has nothing to do with it being, with me not liking something. It's just that the other two Raimi films always surpassed it for me. Um, just me personally, but as far as the film itself, it's excellent. It's a perfect film. 
And it is a romance movie, objectively speaking. It's, and that's not just me um, saying that, because I, I call Attack of the Clones a romance movie. And while that has romantic elements, you know, at, at its core... Um, it's a rom-com. It, yeah, it's, a rom- it's harder to argue that it, that Attack of the Clones is a romance movie. It's, it's a Star Wars, it's a science fiction act. It's a, it is a rom-com, basically, um, in Naboo at least. But it, you know, in all seriousness though, it can't, um, you can't really speak of that as a romance as much as you can. Spider-Man 2 is straight up a romance movie um, and a drama. Um, and it's just, they just made a superhero movie um, with like a romance and a drama at its core. Um, everything about it from just Peter struggling. And the lesson I love about Spider-Man 2 to um, sometimes to do what's right is we have to give up the things we want. Or um, what, what is it, Tomas? It's... Sometimes to do what's right, we have to... I forget what Aunt May said. It was something like that. We have to give up what we want the most. And Doc Ock was so good. To do what's right. Yes, sometimes to do what's right, we have to give up the thing we want most. Even our dreams. Yeah, for Peter, that was MJ. For Doc Ock, that was that big son thing. Yes. And it's movies. They don't teach. Um, that's not common to, to for them to talk about it. Like to teach that in movies, because you're only supposed to chase your dreams mm-hmm. in movies. But um, yeah, it's it's excellent. Honestly, even thinking about it now, objectively, it is the best Spider-Man movie. Just on yeah. an objective basis, that's a fact. Yeah, it's um, it's my favorite. Oh shoot, I don't rank it. I ranked it number three just because of personal reasons on what, because because of just the way I, um, the way your noggin works. Yeah, basically. But um, objectively speaking, yeah, it's um incredible, and I do enjoy it. Honestly, just as much as the other two, Raimi films, it's just I gotta rank it, and in the end. I put the other two above it. So that's, yeah, that's Spider-Man 2. Yeah. So now our top two. Tomas. Yeah, top two. Before I get into my top two, I just, I forgot to say about Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is that, um, first of all, Kingpin was a great villain and I can't wait to see him again in, uh, whatever, in, wherever he shows up wherever he shows up um, and I can't wait I mean no what am I saying and I also love um, when you were talking about the funeral of uh, the first Peter Parker you it came to my mind uh, that anyone can wear the mask mm-hmm. you know that was just that was a great yes like um, a lesson throughout that movie you know uh and that's also something I want to see in Spider-Man No Way Home. Yes. Is um because there's there's probably going to be more than one Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I kind of want there to be a little bit of like, you know, anyone can wear the mask type stuff going on in there. Mhm. That's a that's a good idea. Um, but yeah, anyway. 
Moving on to yes. number two. Yes. Spider-Man 2002 is my uh, second favorite. And, I mean, honestly, this this could go to one anytime. It's kind of like what Gio was saying with his. But there's just something so classic about this movie. It's like the perfect origin story for a Spider-Man um, and it has that you know early two thousands charm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toby Maguire plays a perfect Peter Parker, a perfect Spider Man, and Willem Dafoe is is uh, an awesome villain with a green gobby. Uh, and it's just such a great, just a great story from from beginning to end, like when it opens up on a. Uh, when it opens up with uh, the web and then Peter Parker's narrating over his life to the end when he starts narrating uh, when he's walking away from Mary Jane at the funeral. It's just so dang good. Alright. I'm gonna... I will give my... Uh, number one. Number one. Spider-Man 2. I'm not gonna say too much about this one because Gio already kind of went over it. It's just, I mean, I don't really need to say much. It's just so beautiful. Yeah, Spider-Man 2. Probably my favorite film of all time, too. Um, That, Empire Strikes Back. Um, Yeah. Excellent film. Gio? Yes. Definitely. um, No, I totally agree with everything you've said. And, um... So my number two would be Spider-Man 3. And Spider-Man 3, um, I love that movie. I think it's excellent. I think um, it, it gets... Um, it's not as well-received as the first two Spider-Man movies by Sam Raimi. Um, and I can understand why it to a degree but honestly I think they are I think it is a well-made story I think the problem is that it's too many stories in one whereas honestly we want and as Tomas said we just watched the Raimi trilogy uh, about a week ago or so um Spider-Man 3 would be great as a miniseries it would be and probably better but you know um Raimi did a of course, Raimi was forced to fit Venom in there, and he there was so much going on with Venom and Sandman, um, and and the story with the new Goblin, Harry Osborn. Um, it's just it's so much in one movie. So I understand why people might not like it as much as the first two. For me, it just works. Um, it just works so well even though it is clutter. Um, it, it's the story, it's a story centering on Peter and his ego and um, how it costs his, really his friends that are closest to him. Um, it's, it's that that keeps it focused as messy as it is. There's some sort of focus because of that. And I, I just love it. I, I liked it even more this past time watching it, it's it is a 
it's just like a, it's so engaging. It's almost like a soap opera. Um, and yet it's, um, the, the way he, well, first, it, um, his and Harry's dynamic, it's so tense and almost like unsettling until Harry has dementia and can't remember. When, um, and then it's like that storyline gets put on hold and then we focus on the Sandman thing and then he kills Sandman, um, or so it seems at the moment. And then, but then he has to deal with the fallout from MJ. Um, and it's just like one thing after another. And so that is a lot of stories in one. And then it's like they shoehorn Venom in at the very end. Um, but overall, it's just, yeah, it's almost, it's so hard to describe that. It, how much, um, it just, for me, it's just very moving. And, um, and I did like the end. It's a different, it's, you know, he doesn't swing off into the sunset. Um, he, it's ultimately, he loses Harry because of, um, because he, he loses Harry, and, you know, spoiler alert, and, and, um, at the end he just, um, him and MJ hug, and they just, like, are mourning everything they went through and then that's it and honestly um, I think that's a perfect way to end the Spider-Man Raimi Spider-Man trilogy um, I don't think I think I do not think that they can could have ended it in a better way um, and honestly the story was finished in two because he got MJ everything was done but Harry knew that he was Spider-Man and of course, um, to make money, they, they wanted to make another one. But I think that was as good as um, they could have made it. And I, I hear that Raimi, Sam Raimi does not like Spider-Man 3. But uh, I disagree with him. I think that he made an excellent movie there. Um, I think really what... Really it was... And I can talk about this movie forever. Um, so I'm going to try to rein myself in, but... I'll only say a few more words is that really it was just the overload of stories being in one movie of too many storylines um, crowding each other I think that's what um, that's why it was not as well received but overall I think it pulled it off and it really delivered emotionally it was true um, to the characters all three MJ, Harry and Peter um, just had great arcs in it um, there's a video essay on Spider-Man 3 called, I think it's the dangers of, something about the danger of grandiosity, and, but it's on YouTube, it's like half hour long, if not longer. I highly recommend it. Um, and of course, I I like the, um, I like the musical sequences. I like when, Toby, when Bully McGuire, um, as we've come to know him, when emo Peter just, uh, dances around New York City. It's hilarious to me. I love it. Um, and it was, you know, the, uh, part of it is there's a soft spot in my heart for it because uh, it was the first movie I ever saw in theater. And it was just really engaging. It, it actually scared me a little when um, some of the parts with the symbiote and I had to leave the theater just for a little bit. But uh, yeah, I I love that movie. Um, I... I I could see how some people get a little, yeah, maybe okay. Raimi got a little carried away 
with the musical sequence in the jazz club in particular but yeah overall it's like it's excellent I, I love the movie and 07 in itself was a great year for film um, and we will talk we can talk about that another time but and so that's number two number one of course is Spider-Man 2002 and the, the reason I put it at number one, um, ultimately, it's just the classicness of it. It's this, it is the perfect, and I've talked about this uh, before, um, but it, it's the perfect superhero movie, honestly. It's it just the, it follows every beat of what a superhero origin should be, in my mind. Um, you know, the, like the motivation, the death of a, like a mentor, a father figure, um, the love interest, MJ, trying to get the love interest, and then um, him learning that, yeah, to be with great power comes great responsibility, which means he can't have MJ at the end. Um, and as he says, this is my gift, this is my curse, who am I? I'm Spider-Man. It's, it's a masterpiece through and through us. Tomas um, was praising it earlier. It's so it is number one, but um, I, I had a hard time with the Raimi trilogy raking it. But overall, I would say I, I come I tend to come back to number one, um, and Goblin uh, Willem Dafoe was just incredible as the Green Goblin. Um, and upon watching it this past week, I noticed how campy it was, um, which is so interesting. It's a live action. Um, it's basically a cartoon, but there's so much heart in it. Um, and the Thanksgiving scene as, uh, which is why we watched it. Cause it was just Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving, everybody. But, uh, it, that, that is very well done. And it's, it's full of memes, the whole film and the full Raimi trilogy. But yes, it's, uh. Spider-Man 2002, um, the greatest superhero movie in my mind. So that is my number one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something the Raimi trilogy does that no other Spider-Man movie can do, um, or even uh, most superhero movies do, mm-hmm. is that it's just through the whole trilogy, it it just has a really emotional tone. Um, like. Uh, in what am I saying in uh, from Spider-Man 1 there's just so many emotional moments in it especially Spider-Man 2 and, and, and definitely Spider-Man 3 that no other Spider-Man movie has been able to capture um, I guess the closest thing would be in Amazing Spider-Man 2 Gwen's death mm-hmm. but I don't know there's just a really emotional tone in the Raimi trilogy and it's funny because they're like they're very light films you know it's it's not a they're not dark like the uh, Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy mm-hmm. um, right they're just really they're really light and like Geo said campy films but they pack so much emotion in it which is uh, which is just really awesome mm-hmm. yes totally they're they're unbelievably emotional they're um 
Yeah, it's it's almost hard to describe because, like, I can't think of. Well, I could like okay, Guardians. I would say the Guardians movie. They're they have a similar emotional beats that play out. Sure, it's similar, um, but I don't think it's it's not quite the same. It is similar, but it's 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 rare that you can find one something like the Raimi trilogy, um, where it's not just like one scene where you can think of okay, the end of Infinity War was shocking and emotional, um, but it was like the whole there's like it's like one scene, a little scene in the beginning, and then another scene in the middle, and then another scene towards the end, and then the ending. And then it's and countless of little other interactions between here and there. And for instance, when uh, Peter tells Aunt May that he's um, the reason he's the that uh, ultimately it was he was irresponsible. He was he lied to Uncle Ben. He was going to go. He said he was going to go to the library, but he went to make some money um, at for that wrestling thing and and uh and you know he failed to stop the killer of uncle ben ultimately he when he when he um finally tells aunt may in spider-man 2 like that scene is um very well done and it's very emotional and it's not like it's this it's not like the end like we, you expect a good comic book movie, especially like a really good comic book movie like Gar- the Guardians movies or Endgame, to have an emotional end, and of course it and they deliver on it. But like this isn't even the end. This is just a little scene in the middle of the film, you know. And then like what is it five maybe ten minutes later, the other se- the next scene is Spider Man Two, where Aunt May says. To, um, to Peter, oh, there's a hero in all of us that keeps us honest. Um, you, um, and then, like, right after that, he decides to become Spider-Man again. Um, train scene? Oh, yeah, yeah. Leasing. The train scene in Spider-Man 2. Um, in, like, for instance, in Spider-Man 3, um, of course, Harry's death scene at the end of Spider-Man 3, um, the scene where Spider, where he finally picks up the red suit after, after being corrupted, um, you know, after, after he was corrupted by this symbiote throughout the whole film of Spider-Man Three, and then finally towards the the ending battle, he put, he opens the suitcase, and inside of it is that red red suit, and the and the beautiful music plays the Danny Elfman score, um, which is a, a big part of the emotion, I think, but. Um, you know, countless scenes throughout the Raimi trilogy just, um, they're just like, they're just packed so much. Um, and I think all three of them are, are in in a league of their own, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I heard, um, I heard this somewhere, I forget where, but in the Raimi trilogy, especially the second one, mm-hmm. New York is a character. Like, um, when, when Spider-Man, like the train scene in 
Spider-Man 2, how they, how they help him, uh, through the train, you know, they, they all lay their hands on him and bring him through, mm-hmm. um, yes. they're, the, New York's really involved, the whole city is, is involved, and, uh, that's something pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Just, and just like in the first one where, um, he's trying to save MJ and that, um, and those kids at the end of the first one and yeah the people in New York you mess with one of us you mess with all of us and that's funny for some reason that's funny to me but it's also like you know it's a good wholesome moment like they have his back he's New York's hero uh, but yeah there's um, there's so much there is so much of the Raimi trilogy that offers and for me, um, I'm. It's almost like I don't know if any Spider-Man movie can come close. I I think Spider-Verse did. I think Spider-Verse came. Um, I think Spider-Verse came close, honestly. And it definitely, and that's why it's in my top four. I love Spider-Verse, but it's not. The Raimi still, the Raimi trilogy still holds the top three slot for me. Slots, I should say. But, um, I, it makes me wonder what they are going to do with No Way Home, if they're going to incorporate Toby and Andrew, Spider-Man in it. Um, I'm not sure. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they don't. Um, that just, that'd be funny. I kind of hope they don't in a way. Well, that, just that, let everyone that down. is interesting to talk about. Because No Way Home, I'm looking forward to. We saw the trailer in August, August 23rd, I believe it was. And he, um, and he, um, it was Doc Ock that appeared in it. Alfred Molina's Doc Ock. And, and the Green Goblin's laugh we could hear. Pumpkin Bomb. The pumpkin bomb, that classic pumpkin bomb. Electra. So, and that was a good, yeah, I think, was Electra in the first and one? And Salmon. And Salmon, okay. So that's a good uh, villain list, rogues gallery, as we'd say, for Spider-Man. Um, and I like, um, I like that trailer. I think it, it showed enough. It was pretty cool. And then the trailer came out, what was it, like a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And the that, official trailer. The official trailer, and that was good. Um his laugh like um, um, Goblin's laugh but then also seeing his the suit was pretty cool Willem Dafoe as we said is excellent as the Goblin but um, and I I'm I'm actually if I were to bet yeah um, Andrew and Toby are in the film but um, what would you you know as much as I'm looking forward to it there's a little um well, why don't you just tell me, Tomas, your thoughts on uh, possibilities for No Way Home? Um, it would definitely be awesome if they came through, mm-hmm. you know, a portal, helped out Tom, Spider-Man. Um, I mean, it would be probably one of the biggest moments in cinema. Mm-hmm. But they they would probably rely a lot on a fan service, and it ultimately would just be cheap having them come through. Um because 
at least uh, Raimi's Spider-Man, to Tobey Maguire, had a fitting end. Um, Andrew, I would like to see what happens mm -hmm. with him, but if they're you know if they're only going to be in for thirty minutes, which is most likely what they're going to be in, if they're even in the movie, I don't, I don't see how there's going to be much dialogue. There, there's gonna there's probably going to be few fan service dialogue. Um, and then there might be uh, I don't know. The, most of it's probably just going to be them fighting. Um, and I really hope that they don't mess up the characters. Mm -hmm. Uh. Which they very well could. Yeah, I feel similarly. That, um, and all this reminds me of the rise of Skywalker hype, which, uh, funnily enough, two years ago actually, from this day, we we spoke on what we're looking forward to on um, yeah. the rise of Skywalker. It was only like an eight minute, not even an eight minute podcast episode. Yeah, it was so the how most, far? The most ghetto podcast. <laughs> yes, definitely. Still is, but. Better now. Yes, and King. Yes, it, I think we've improved, so I'm proud of us. But um, yes, it's it, it's funny. It's really a similar situation with the rise of Skywalker, um, with the uh, No Way Home, as it is with the, the rise of Skywalker. It, um, I I definitely want to see Toby and Andrew in it. I want to see them on the same screen with Tom. I just don't. Well, I for me it's more of I as you know I don't I could just see it being something like okay here's Toby and here's Andrew really quick and okay awesome here here's that theme here's that mm -hmm. beautiful Elfman theme all right guys are you happy okay because you because like the you know for those who hate on um, the MCU Spider Man tend to like the Raimi trilogy so um okay haters are you happy you know um. Look at this! It's so cool. Okay, now now they're done, and this is um. Yep, that's that. Um, I'm actually though I'm overall optimistic. I I want it to focus on like the crazy, Doctor Strange apps aspect, and and the character of Peter, and that's what I really want to see, you know. Yeah. Um, and I mean Holland's Peter, like I want I want to see, them to focus on him and his relationships with Pete. The ones around him, Aunt May, um, MJ, Ned. I, I want to and 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 happy and it and looks like there may be some of that from the trailer. So honestly, just thinking of it now, I'm kind of hopeful. Um, and I definitely want to, as I said, I want to see Toby and Andrew. But I, I think it can be done in a way where it's necessary. Well, where because of this, it's necessary. And as you said, Tomas, where it's a similar like a theme to Spider-Verse. Everyone, can, anyone can wear the mask. Um, and of course, like, of course, like, deal with the, with great power comes great responsibility um, theme as well. Yeah, um, John Watts has a lot on his, uh, on his hands. Shoulders, yeah. Shoulders, back, all, everything. But, um, but they, least... they definitely need to focus on um, what, like, you know, so Peter Parker, his identity is revealed, everyone knows, and he, he's got, he has a, he has a choice to make, right? Yes. Either 
um, have his identity concealed again, everyone would forget. You know, he wouldn't be able to have MJ um, because that would be... Uh, and I'm also kind of wondering like how they're going to do the whole um, spell thing. Mm-hmm. Because... Anyway, yeah. He's going to have to either choose, hey, put everyone put everyone I love in danger um, because I just want uh, MJ to know that I'm Spider-Man and all that. Or... As opposed to the whole world. As opposed to... Um, no, yeah, as opposed to keeping his uh, identity and not having MJ anymore. Um, so he's got to choose that. And he's got to make the right, you know, Spider-Man decision. And, and uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, I think they could bring Tobey Maguire in as Uncle Ben. <laughs> and, like, like, you know how how in Spider-Man 2 when, when uh, Peter Parker was, had, like, this little premonition with it, like a dream, yes. like a vision, when he was talking to Uncle Ben... Maybe they could pull something like that off, mm-hmm. where Tom Holland's has to make the the choice: do I do I um, put everyone I love in danger because everyone knows I'm Spider Man, or do I do more of a uh, you know either do I choose that which is do I choose something more selfish or more selfless and then maybe have uh, someone like a you know, you could have Uncle Ben. Yes. Toby McGuire. Right. I see what you're saying. I don't know. And what's well, funny, because um, you just mentioned the um, the whole thing about Doctor Strange's spell to for- make people forget that he's Spider-Man. Um, I completely forgot about that aspect of the movie because I was just so um, I was just so uh, hyped on you know are, are they gonna do you know Toby and Andrew returning and then I was kind of worried about oh what if it's just it's just for the sake of fan service which i would like but i do want a story but you you uh bringing that up about the whole doctor strange's spell i think that they could make something of that to where it is where yeah as you say they focus on the choice it's about you know making the right choices and um doing the things yeah sometimes you have to give up yes they, they need to bring that back. Something yeah, like with that. Great with great power comes great comes responsibility. And, and, and you got to make that choice, Peter. You know? And tie in, well, anyone can wear the mask. Except, oh, but in a sense, it's almost the opposite. Because now, like Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Verse almost say different things. Mm-hmm. That, no, not anybody can wear the mask. Or, or, um, or yes, you could. But it comes with a price. But yeah, it comes with a price. You have to, you can. But are you willing to give up the things you want the most and help? other people um so so like a theme like that really so now like i'm well, actually they need, yeah if they just add a lot of heart in it like that yes or really deconstructs palm spider-man yes and uh you know really just dissects him and just like tears him to itty bitty pieces mm-hmm. and then we can have like a really nice character study we can do our homework on him Oh, okay. I see. Um, then I think that'd be really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we can have, like, maybe Andrew and Toby tell him, you know, hey, do what's right. 
You know, you gotta, you you gotta sometimes give up what you want the most. Yes, as examples. And that that's before you know before they get back to their own universes or whatever. Mm -hmm. Have them, have them help Tom. Right. No, that yes, that's yes, totally. Instead of just being there for like you know a few minutes. Yes, because they have to defeat the bad guy. Yeah, let's go. You know, kick lizard in the face and do this to. Sandman or whatever. Ooh. All right, let's go back to our universe. Well, I do think um, the more we're talking about this, the more um, optimistic I'm getting, and and of course I'm gonna. Oh, I can't wait to see this movie. So we're gonna see for ourselves in um, in two weeks from. Oh my god, just two about weeks. two weeks. Two weeks from today, probably. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, that was fast. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was fast. Um, it came upon us quick, so I'm really looking forward to it. One thing that I find interesting is... Um, oh, um, Doc Ock, of course, like the, the villains how that die. Doc Ock and Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. How they're transported to this universe. That's one, um, one question I have that I, I will see about whether they answer in the film. But... Um, yeah, it's um, only time will tell. I'm looking forward to it. This this has got me excited talking about this. And of course, we mentioned earlier Spider Verse across the Spider Verse. I just found out today, a trailer dropped just a few hours ago. You you told me, so I went and watched it right before starting recording this video. And um, it yeah, it looks like it just picks up right after Into the Spider Verse. Honestly, it looks pretty good. It looks just it looks just like the first one, which is a good sign. Um, I don't know if Kingpin's gonna be back. Um, hopefully, he is. Uh, um, he's King, a, Kingpin died. He died. Yeah. In the first one. Yeah. In the first Spider Verse. Yeah. I did not know that. I thought they delivered him to the cops. Oh. He was in the web. Oh yeah, he was in the web. Right. Yeah, but he won't. He probably won't be into. Okay. Well, you know. But he, I can't wait to see him in, uh... Well, I won't say anything. Well, um, yeah, he's probably not going to be in two because he'll probably be in the bathroom. But, um, Yeah. Yeah. Hawkeye. Oh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye is really good. You should watch it. Huh. But yeah. we're talking about Spider-Man. Sorry. Right. Well, that brings me back. Is that Hawkeye honestly looks better than the other uh, Marvel shows? Episode three is good. Okay, so it's good and good. I, yeah, I I would like to watch it. I couldn't stand Kate Bishop at first, but she's growing on me. Hmm. Okay. Like a foot fungus. Uh oh. But um, yeah, I, it'll be interesting. Yeah, Clint Barton's great. I do as like I, as I thought he would be. He's he never did grow on me. He didn't have to. I just always loved him. Well, it it, it looks like just an action, like um, just action a good comedy, um, action action comedy holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a it's a pretty fun fun little Disney Plus series. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, it. I'm 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 sure it is because it just it looks it just looks set like a simple little action. Mm-hmm. Um, series so I'll, and I watched like the first five minutes and it was you know it was uh, interesting yeah 
it was it was enjoyable. So I'll I'll have to see the rest of the show. So yeah, but no, I have not seen um what if. Yeah, yeah. What if is, what if is really good. Um, there's a few, there's a few uh really whack episodes that are, that really suck, but um. Really. Yeah, they're just trash. Hmm. Like the Captain Carter episode, the the Thor episode. They're not. You don't like them. No. Hmm. I, well, I mean, it's not that I dislike them. They're like a solid five. Out of ten. Out of ten. They're just boring. Like, throughout the whole episode, I was just waiting for it to be over. But, um, the rest is great. The rest is, like, really good stuff. And I like how it's, uh, it all builds to something. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to watch that one. But, uh, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see where the MCU goes, especially regarding... This the multiverse. Multiverse, yeah. And um, we, of course, we have Spam Raimi doing Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. Is I believe that's the title. Yeah. So maybe Toby and Andrew might be in there. They could. If they're not in No Way Home, so. Um, yeah. Who knows? It, it's gonna be like honestly, I'm looking forward to No Way Home, of course. Other than that, I'm looking forward to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, um, and. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, mm-hmm. and Thor: Love and Thunder because I hear it's connected to uh, the Guardians, but uh, yeah, so it'll really be interesting to see that. But um, I think that's pretty much um, all of what I had to um, touch upon re- regarding uh, regarding Spider-Man movies. In the lead up to No Way Home, Tomas, did you have anything else to add? No. No way. Well, it's great to be back after almost a year. Um, it's uh, when I finally, when we finally returned and logged back on to this podcast, I was like, "This is amazing." I show Tomas, and here we are. So we're gonna be a. Uh, We'll be uh, reacting to, or not reacting to, but telling, um, giving commentary and reviewing No Way Home when it comes out. We got a lot of good stuff. Uh, The Batman comes out in March March, of next year, 2022 already. So, um, plenty to look forward to. And of course, Stranger Things and Cobra Kai. Oh yeah, we'll let you know if that's bogus or if it's good. Um, I'm looking forward to those. Yeah, those are probably some of the two best uh, shows Mm -hmm. right now. Oh, definitely. And we were supposed to um, do Cobra Kai. um, We were supposed to uh, to give commentary and review Cobra Kai season three, was it? Yeah. Yeah. like 10 months ago or 11 months ago by now almost um but then you know of course stuff happened but uh we'll we what we will do is probably do four when we see four when it comes out within the next couple months i bet i think um 
And then, of course, Stranger Things. Definitely looking forward to that. Season 4. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that. I think that's where it's at, honestly, for Netflix. Those two things. But, and, and I was going to, I was going to talk about Wonder Woman 84. But I'll have to watch that again to refresh myself so I can get that straight. One of these days, I'm going to do a podcast on Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 84. One of these days. And just like the themes of it. Um, and you'll know when it happens. Cause, because it'll the episode will have dropped. And everyone that listens to this show will go, Yes, finally Gio's doing what he's, um, what he's been saying. But um, I'll just drop it when the time's right. I'll give you guys something to look forward to. But uh, um, as always, this has been a pleasure. An honor. It's great to be talking about this stuff with you all. Um, and of course, happy two years of the Polyfilm Bros. It is yeah. the friendiversary. Um, and of course, Tomas. Um, I'm not sure. Did you have anything else to say? Um. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Podcast ends right now. Log out. Log out. Hmm. All right. We will. Well, you heard that, fellas. Yeah, you guys probably want to X out right now. Yes. Right, right now. Right now. All right. All right, I'm out. We're out. It's a friendiversary. Thank you all. We'll see you the next time.